Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Man, I, you know, Stephanie, sometimes I start speaking too fast or something, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, where am I going with that? And I always say the same thing. Great to be back with you folks. But listen, we are honored that you would turn on your radios or however you listen to this broadcast. And thank you for that. And man, we've been digging into everything, Stephanie. I'm t- this has been a good week of podcasts. After messing up last week and being stuck with our internet and stuff, I think we're coming back. And uh, so Stephanie got to work with some, you know, new missionaries last week as as well as we did. I love all our people. I just, I think we have the best team ever. And uh, I just want to say that I, I think wounded spirits has the best team ever. I think God's going to continue to build us. I think God's going to continue to make a difference, uh, in our lives. And hopefully we're good enough or we listen well enough to share what God has for us. Cause I know we're not good enough. We're all a bunch of sinners saved by grace. And man, sometimes I feel more like a sinner than other times, but, uh, Boy, that, that was a weird introduction. You know, I'm only a minute in it. I think the introduction's been messed up three times. If I wasn't so That's lazy, okay. I'd redo it. Yeah, see, Stephanie's okay. <laughs> Stephanie, say hi to everybody and give them a good introduction, will you? Hey, people. It's good to be with you all today. That's a good enough introduction. Man. Yeah, she didn't spare any words there. But anyway, or she didn't. I don't know what. See, I messed that up. Do, do but, you want me to talk about cowboy hats? No, 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 no. We're you know, listen, I don't know what the fascination with you gals and cowboy hats is, you know, they're cool. You have to admit, I don't know. Remember that guy at camp last week wearing that cowboy hat? You got to admit, he kind of freaked okay, me out. Okay. I got to admit that one was a little bit freak. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. He kind of freaked me out. I'm just being upfront <laughs> with you. I'm just leaving it there. Uh, all right. So anyway, we've been, <laughs> we've been cruising along. So most, and, and some people, you know, some hats don't fit some people. Like, yes. you know, I'm made to wear a baseball cap. You know, my army hat that yes, I wear, that's what I'm are. supposed to be wearing. If I work, I'm just too big to wear. You know, I'm this, this big, tall dude. I put a cowboy hat on. I hit doorways. I'm just being upfront with you. <laughs> and uh, so you got to be shorter to wear a cowboy hat. And maybe, you know, maybe that's what Liberty's looking for. I don't know. You know, maybe someone. I don't know either. You know, I, just, I just I think, thought it would I wake think, you up. I think Liberty's got to go at least 5, 10, or 11. I, I think shorter than that would mess her up. I just, I just want to yeah, put that out there. Yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, you know, maybe even six foot. I don't know. Whatever, whatever God sends her away, I know it'll be fine. Liberty, we're still working for you. We're, we're on your side with this whole thing. But so we picked the word out. Hey, I love Liberty. I'm not the one who's had a problem with her. Has been picking on her lately. It's been the other way around. And uh, she's my friend. But here we are. So here's the word, and this is a tough word after just lying and picking on Stephanie, but, <laughs> but this is our word for the day in all seriousness, the word trust. And boy, that word, that word trust brings a lot with it. When we think about God it and does. we one of my favorite verses over in Proverbs three, five, a lot of people quote this trust in the Lord with all nine heart and lean not on your own understanding. So trust, we should trust in the Lord 
what time if I'm afraid, I will trust in the Lord. So we, we learn biblically, it's always telling us to trust in the Lord. But at the same time, there's an element uh, of being able to be trusted. And, and you know, here's another thing, uh, Stephanie, you know, telling the truth, being able to be trusted, being that right person. But there's another element that comes along with people with PTSD. And, you know, when you're really hurt, when people hurt you, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to be able to trust again. So I want you to talk on that. We all know you got to trust in the Lord and we need to do that. That's real serious. The Bible's telling us that. And folks, that's something I have to work at every day. Trusting in the Lord exclusively. Going to the Lord. But then, Stephanie, also being that person that's trusted. And we know how important that is, especially in the military. Every day we work toward knowing what it was that we had to do. And we should, as Christians, we should do the same thing. But now we get to this point, Stephanie, which I think you can speak to. And, and, and a lot of our people probably think about that are listening to us right now. And, and that's this idea of trusting again. Uh, you know, you when, mean after, after being for, hurt in some way or another. Yeah. You know, that, talk on a, that. that. Yeah. It's a very loaded subject. Um, quite honestly, just uh, this week, uh, yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, betrayal is a big deal. It is. And the betrayer is often very happy to try to downplay their betrayal oh, and yeah. twist it and make it that you misunderstood them. Yeah. You over, you had too many expectations in them. Oh, and my dear brother, them. sister. Yeah. 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 And so betrayal's hard. And, um, personally for me, I love to give people the benefit of the doubt, but after they, the same person betrays you, multiple times over, you reach the point of putting up a wall for protection. And so trust is scary in another human being. And I mean, you know, this firsthand, when I first met you, I did not trust you yeah. at all. And, um, after we had counseled, okay, you were a great friend, but I honestly thought he's gonna great. He was here three days. He, I really thought, I will never hear from Doug Carriker again. I wow, really that's changed. That. And there we are sleeping and, on our floor last week. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just where I was. When trust had been broken so many times, I had thought so many times that people that I had invested in and poured my heart and life, and by that I mean my heart and life into, and with the flick of a finger, they had betrayed me. It left me at the point of, it's not safe to trust anybody. And so yesterday, you know, I've been dealing with all these triggers, all of this stuff that's reared up that quite honestly, I was hoping I could try to forget for the rest of my life. And here it all is. And that trust issue, man, it welled up big time yesterday. Mm. And my son had to say to me, mom, that's not how it is. Yeah. And I said, well, from where I sit, that's how it is. Yeah. And to understand that when trust has been broken in a human being, that is when a foundation of having Jesus Christ becomes absolutely as essential as oxygen to survive. Because last night I was in a place where the only thing stable that I knew I had was Jesus Christ. And I mean, I, you know, 
I was texting Doug and all of that, but I'm saying other than Doug, I was in a place of, mm. I have no one but Jesus right now. Mm. And that was a lo- that's a very lonely place to be because, and, and Satan wants us to live there because when we lived there, we had down the depression road. Mm. Um, yeah. And I, and I, and that's not true. Doug's not the only person I have, right. but last night that scene and Satan was, you know, that's when you reach that point with, of where trust that, that broken trust, fiery dart is fired at you again, as far as where he's saying, where Satan's throwing all those thoughts and those questions and things at you. He does that to derail us. He does yeah. that to weaken us and destroy us. And so remember who your enemy is. Remember that he's studying you. He's watching you for those weak moments. And the song, there's a song by Ron Hamilton, My Hope is Jesus, the anchor oh, yeah. of my soul. Yeah. The ruler of the universe, the one who's in control. He saved me and he will keep me to the end. The rock of my salvation on Christ. I can depend. And there may be those days when that's all you have to hold to. But when that is all you have to hold to, remember, that's a solid rock. It's not going to move. God's word isn't going to change. And when he says that he loves you with an everlasting love, when he says that he will not leave you or forsake you, you can trust him. When you when you don't think you can trust anybody else, you can always trust him. So cling to him and hold to him because he is never going to fail you no matter what human does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's, that's a tough thing folks. When, when you've been hurt, you know, having that trust again, and that's why I threw it over to Stephanie. But when you do have that trust again, when, when Stephanie was able to trust me and of course she can trust her dear friends, the Hicks and, and she can trust her dear dad. And, and, and you know, but it seems like here's what the devil does when people or one person defies your trust, when they lie to you, when they cheat, when they defile you, you, it's it's almost like they, they violate trust is a very precious thing. And when it is, it's almost like, it's almost like your, it's molested in a sense. It's almost like that trust in a person can be completely defiled and, 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 and perverted. And, and I'll, and, and folks, you can't let that devil use that one instant yep. uh, instance yep. against everything else in your life. And, and it's yeah. just like a police officer, first responder, a military person, you know, you've been hurt so many times about your duties, but somehow you have to dig in and say there are good people out there. There are situations that this is really, an, an, you know, a mistake. Uh, this is, you know, and so it's so hard to do. But, you know, those of us who have the Lord, uh, we're able to dig out that trust from Jesus. We trust in him. We're able to learn from others and see by Stephanie trusting me. She opened the door for Debbie and Debbie and me hanging out with her, being friends with her, all those different things. And those friends of mine, she's made a lot of friends that were friends of mine. I've laid a lot of friends that were friends of hers. But the devil would have us believe that you just can't trust anybody ever again. And that's, that's the devil's MO and that's how he's going to work. Exactly what Stephanie said, but we got to open our hearts up a little bit. We've been hurt. Stephanie and I were hurt with our, uh, last organization, our last Christian organization we worked in. We had a narcissistic pastor who tried to ruin our lives. And some of you have been there, but listen, we got to run to a commercial. You've heard about that before, but here's the deal. When you open up your heart again, when you're willing to trust, when you're willing to step out, man, good things happen. Let me trust you. And I, 
let me trust you. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm even using, I'm trying to go to a commercial here. I can't even talk. <laughs> folks, we love you. We'll be right back. Listen to every word that uh, these folks have for you that are good enough to be playing this show for you today. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for hanging with us. We find ourselves in the 22nd proverb. I'm glad we covered that trust thing because it is true. It's hard to trust again. It's, it's hard to love again. All those different things when you get hurt, it's hard. And sometimes the devil would have you believe that you're out there all alone. Remember that Old Testament thing, Elijah? Oh, I'm all alone, God. There's only me. And, and I'll tell you, Elijah was wrong and we're alone. Uh, we're wrong when we say we're all alone because we're not. And uh, here we are. We're in verse number 19 of the 22nd proverb. I like this verse, Stephanie. It says that thy, and look at that word trust is there. Look at that, man. It's yeah. just, it's almost like we worked that out. That thy trust <laughs> may be in the Lord. I have made known to thee this day and even to thee. That's, that is, it, you know, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, but where's our trust? Well, we put our trust in the Lord and those that are, are with our Lord. Uh, and those that, you know, operate in that realm. So we put our trust into the Lord and, you know, I guess it comes down to where's your trust put, you know, we put it into the Lord and those people really who represent the Lord, but we can't blindly trust anybody here, Stephanie. We just can't, this isn't something we do blindly. This is something that people earn through their relationship with God, through their relationship with us. Sorry, I didn't know you were looking for me to say something. I yeah, see, we're not real good at this. So, you know, we're on the telephone with each other. <laughs> sometimes she we're picks up the cue really big, and sometimes she puts the, I'm you sorry. know, so, I, sometimes I, she does. She puts on that thing out there. Um, you know, what do you call that when you don't talk? You, so she put that on. You know, sometimes she'll be saying, okay, Emmy, you can have one apple. That's it. Uh, or something. She's actually got, I'm just being up front with you. That's going on in the background. But the bottom line with the trust for God, Stephanie, and sending this back over to you again. And, and there, there is a bottom line to this, I think. And uh, yes. it's, it's so that our trust will be in the Lord, uh, that we're more dependent on God. Uh, it's so, you know, we take his instruction, trust in that. Yeah. And then those people who do that, we have to do slowly. Yes. Well, and I think of, um, I think of when God throughout scripture talks about the power of trust and I think of Isaiah 50, 15, well, verse 14 says, offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the most high and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. There are times when we don't see God's deliverance right away. There are times, and I've talked about this before, you know, we have to give a situation to God where you have to say, God, I don't see how this is going to turn out, how you can work. And I think of how David at the end of Psalm 27 said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And that idea of waiting is the same idea as trusting. Trust in the Lord. Be of good courage and he will strengthen thine heart. Yeah. Where we, we know God is working. We know that he has not failed us. And I was just talking to a lady about this this morning, you know, where, where life gets overwhelming, sick, sick situations we, we are forced to encounter are overwhelming. 
but to know that God is still God. And that's what trust is, remembering that, God, you are still God no matter what. And because of that, I think of facing the giants. And this scene was playing through my mind last night where the husband says to his wife, if God never gives us children, will you still trust him? Mm. And God was asking me that question last night. Will you trust me? And I was, I was losing it. I was crying and I, and I had to verbally say that out loud because I had to do that for me. Sometimes talking out loud is how I do best when I'm, when I'm having to do something with the Lord Yeah, and to say, yes, Lord, it hurts really bad because that all the unknowns, all the things that are just killing me right now, but yes, by faith, I will still trust you. And to know that God is looking for the man who will place that trust in him. And I'm not saying that to boast that God's looking at me, but I know that Jesus does care. And so I can put my trust in him because he is the same God that heard the disciples crying out in the midst of the storm. And he still has the power to say, peace, be still to the storms I'm in. Mm. Yeah, I like that. And, uh, you know, I, I do, I do. And, and then we go and, and, you know, this whole thing behind trust is even the most powerful, wonderful sayings. And I remember that, that pastor that messed us over last year. Well, it's been two, it's been a while now. Praise it, God. Uh, he had powerful sayings hanging on his wall, but if you don't apply them to anything, they're of no value. You know, if you, you can have verses hanging on your wall all day, but if you don't apply them, it, they come with application and yeah. trusting in the Lord. We have to apply those things. And look at this next verse, Stephanie. Have not I written to thee excellent things in consuls and in, in knowledge? And, uh, ha, you know, I mean, coming right out there and say, haven't I written you this? Uh, that, that you can know these things? Have I not, uh, you know, these excellent things? And when I think of the word excellent, Stephanie, I always think that that word kind of belongs to God. Mm-hmm. So I think excellent things that are being written about are God's word or putting God's word in application and helping people with it. You know, it's a hard thing when you're raising a family. It's a hard thing when you're raising lives. It's a hard thing when you're in the ministry and you just kind of can add all those things together and just keep on going all night. But I think the most important thing here is to understand that excellent is God. Excellent comes from God. Excellent things come from God. And, and consulate and knowledge, we look for those excellent things, Stephanie. We look to help people. And uh, we look to write and to verbally and non-verbally speak to people about excellent things. What are you thinking? Yes, and that should be our goal, to always be a source of encouragement with our words um, and, and how we communicate to others that they are made better by things we say to them. That's very, very important. Yeah, and, and I think really that verse is that straightforward. I think we can sneak 21 in here. Uh, it says that I might make thee know of the certainty of the words of truth, that thou mightest answer the words of truth to them that send unto thee. So he's, he's going on here, and he's saying that I might make thee know of the certainty of the words of truth, because the words of truth, the words of God are trustworthy. And again, mm-hmm. we, we started coming, yeah. we started coming into this thing saying, Hey, 17 through 21, they kind of, they kind of all go together. And, and Solomon's saying, I want to, uh, 
I want, I want to make all this come together through the certainty of the words of truth because words of truth are excellent. They, they come alone. So I want to bring this all together. And that's, you know, isn't that what we're trying to do, Stephanie, is through certainty of God's word. God's word alone is the only word that's absolutely trustworthy. And so we're trying to put these together with some level of certainty. And Solomon's telling his son there is that I might make thee know the certainty of words of truth, that I can explain these things to you, talk about God, that you, that you can rely on this. It's something that you can trust. I mean, what do you think? That I might okay. make thee know the certainty. And, you know, folks, when I think of that word certainty, I think you can rely on that, depend on that, trust it, uh, check out on that, write it down. God's word is certain. God's word is truthful. And this is what I think of. You know, we, we talk all the time about junk people are going through, junk you and I are going through, things we go through in life. And the way you help junk, the way you come to the other end of these tragedies, the way you come to the other end of craziness, the way you come to the other end of abuse, the way you come to the other end of PTSD is with certainty. And, and friends, I will tell you, I had nowhere near the healing I needed in life. People need healing all the time. Uh, we need healing from breakups. We need healing from abuses. We need healing from all those things that cause your PTSD. Watching murder. I talked to a state highway patrolman the other day. I can't believe uh, just what he's seen in life. What, what a lady, uh, uh, a paramedic not too long ago, a nurse wrote me a letter the other day and said, boy, someone should have been talking about PTSD 20 years ago when I started in nursing. And, but, but God's word is certain. God's word is true so that we as people can trust one thing. We as people know that even though people let us down and they're going to, even though this world is upside down and it's going to be, that we can trust God's word. And then beyond that, trust in God's people until we're given a reason. And, and sometimes when we get this PTSD, when we go through these things, sometimes when we come out the other end, we're not, we're not willing to trust again. We're not willing to love again. And friends, let me tell you this, when you're willing to step out and trust again, when you're willing to step out and love again, man, does it get good. Just trust God with all this. I know this podcast went by real fast, but listen, we really love you. We're so honored to be able to talk with you folks. If we can help you in any way, please find us on the Helpful Wounded Spirits uh, Facebook page or drop me a, uh, a message at Doug at woundedspirits.com and we'll be glad to make sure or try to get back to you sometimes we get kind of busy and we've just spent the last week and a half or so in no internet zone but uh we're doing our best to keep up with you guys we sure do love you listen the tv show can now be found at helpfulwoundedspirits.com the first episode is really aimed at why you should have a group in your church or an outreach ministry and then the other three go right into the tenets of ptsd the other eight are coming i'm going to get on the phone with my dear brother who's working on them and make sure we get those out there to you right away. May God bless you, my friends. And hey, as you go out today, make sure you wear the smile that only God can give you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, 
Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.